Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Oh, man, oh, what a weekend it was. Hope you had a great one. So much going on. The NBA Finals are set now. Yeah, it took the Heat seven full games to get it done. On the verge of making terrible history for their organization and the Celtics making some great history their way, but uh, didn't go well last night for the Boston Celtics. We'll get you details on that coming up. NHL, speaking of not going well, the Stanley Cup Finals are set, too, in the NHL. The, um, yeah. Dallas Stars did not play well last oh night. My goodness. Six nothing. The loss. Not good. Not good. Also, we had plenty of baseball over the weekend. The Longhorns now know where they're headed for their first weekend of the NCAA tournament, part of the 64-team field that was announced yesterday. Also, as we talked with Rodney Rodriguez last week, Buck, it was a race, big race Sunday. Supposed to be Sunday with the um, the, the Monaco Grand Prix mm-hmm. in F1 racing. You know that a high majority of the drivers on the F1 circuit make their residence in Monaco? Did you know that? Uh, you realize that. Yeah, because there are no taxes. No taxes. Now I got the understanding. Yeah. Uh, like no taxes of any kind in Monaco. None. How does that work? It's the country's rule. I don't know. You mean it's the prince of Monaco. <laughs> I guess. I believe our man, uh, can I say congratulations to Craig Flowers, Colonel Retired, our great friend from the high ground. His daughter got married over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And he, they had a great wedding. He sent me a nice, beautiful picture of his three daughters. Uh, things went well, apparently. But, yeah, no taxes. And so they all those drivers live there. There's also apparently an airport close, and they can they can. Then they all have planes. They fly all over the place. Yeah, well, yeah, but you want the airport to be close because you know. Um, but yes, Monaco. But you, you see the scenes of that place, the yachts and the super yachts loading up on Monaco to be at that race over the weekend. Unbelievable. What country country is Monaco in? Uh, North Africa, correct. That's Morocco. Morocco. Uh, Monaco. Uh, gosh, you're right about that. That's Craig used to live in Morocco. Morocco. I was thinking the same thing. I just had to think it was, it's like, is that it's like it's Spain, city, though? Yeah. Ish area. Monaco. Monaco. Look that up. Okay. Um, well, you guys ask me questions like that, Ty? It's a country. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's like in the, in the, 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 the principality of Monaco is a sovereign city state. And microstate of the French Riviera. There you go. There we go. Run by a prince, correct? With no taxes. No king prince. I, I mean, with no taxes, they must be pretty rich to have a city state with no taxes. That's uh, that, yeah, like probably a, similar to Luxembourg, if I had to imagine. Its own country, and uh, yeah, Colonel Colonel Craig lived in Morocco, Morocco, North Africa. 
That's where he was a uh, attache and diplomat for quite a while. So he could tell some stories about that. Uh, for sure, Europe, yes. Uh, city, state, That's where James Bond used to always be. That's where all the drivers live. So you had that, and then you had the Indy 500, which was pretty cool. And uh, Indy 500, you know, there are 330 people attended, 330,000. 330, largest crowd they've ever, ever had uh, at Indianapolis 500. Then they had the Coca-Cola 600, but that got rained. They had to finish that day yesterday, I believe. But, uh, yeah, big racing weekend, big hoops weekend, big baseball weekend. And, no, I sure. did not go to the movies and sit in the back row by myself. You saw John Little Wick, Mermaid. No. Did you not call me about John Wick? No, I did not. No, I did not go see John Wick. You, called me, you called me this weekend We're like, don't waste your time seeing John Wick. Did you I didn't not? see it. No, I did not. <laughs> did you, did you t- call Ty and forget you called him? No, but I didn't talk about You were talking about John Wick, I know no. for a fact. You were like, hey, no, you're don't gonna waste have to go your back. time. Like, you're going to have, have to go night. back. No. No, no, I was asking you because you sent me a picture of the shish kebab. Oh, you're about yeah, to get yeah, into yeah. the shish oh, kebab. Hey, I, Did you I, get into them? I made that. That happened on Friday night. Those were, those were great. Were they good? Yeah, marinated. A little, oh, cut up man. some sirloin. Yeah. Mushrooms. You got to do the zucchini and squash. That was the best part. No, dude, no. I'll tell you what I did do yesterday. I did not want a cookie. So I ended up going to, there's a Popeye's in Belterra. Yep, know where it's at. You know me and chicken, so I don't like dealing with chicken with my hands. But I had like a three-piece tie. No. It tastes like cardboard. I love Popeye's. No, thank you. You didn't want to cook? I thought you were making kebabs. Oh, I didn't do the kebab yesterday, the day before. But I'm not, no, I'm not down with the Popeye's chicken. Just a little too dry. We grilled some burgers on the grill yesterday. As we mentioned, I was where we were. some dogs. Were some dogs out there, no, too? No, no dogs. Some sausage? I was going to. By the way, I do. Speaking of kebabs, I have come up with a good way to, like when you're cooking a bunch of hot dogs or sausage, if you take those kebab skewers and strap them all together, they're, they cook so much easier because then you can just flip it over. That's, That's it. That's a move. Go you to, use metal kebabs. To, you're a metal kebab guy. I would or metal, but as Ty said, soak them because you don't want them to burn. But flip them because then you can you can you can just skewer together all the dogs or the sausage and then you just flip it over. Yeah, because that does become a little bit of because they roll all over the place. Uh, are you allowed to make a hot dog to... for myself? Am I allowed to do yeah. a hot dog? I have not put a hot dog on a grill and only go to the ballpark for a hot dog. Or I, I've never no. just well, that's usually if you if you got like thirty kids running around, and you're trying to make a bunch of hot dogs that they'll eat. You're not going to eat anything. But if you're going to grill, typically you're going to put some sausage on that. But you said last week you have a hard time grilling sausage. I was telling you, Damn, put, you lit put up those the whole skewers house. right through there. Uh, but yeah, we just made burgers. We were streaming. My, my, my daughter's boyfriend plays for Weatherford Junior College, which is they're, they're at the Junior College World Series right now, and they've won two games already. So uh, everybody wanted to watch that last night as uh, Josh plays on that team. And they won, won, beat the number one seed last night, Central Sweet. Florida last night, 14 to 6 or something. So they're 2 and 0 now. But so that's why we were grilling some burgers and having a good old time uh, with that last night with a, with a group. Uh, my kids came over, and uh, it was good. I, also, we had this uh, cheese roll thing. I'm still trying to figure this out. Uh, Ty, now you can answer the question. Do you, have you seen the videos of the lady being, the winner being knocked out unconscious and the Cooper Hill cheese rolling and waking? Man. Yes, I, I mean, I hear about this every year. It's, it seems like it, it makes 200 makes yards down the hill. Is this something you would ever consider doing? What does the winner get? Ooh. You get to keep the cheese for a year? Keep uh, the cheese. Not a fan of cold cheese. Mm. So, no, if that's all you get. If, I, if you got like 10 grand, yeah. I mean, really watching this, people are like breaking their ankle. I mean, you're running full speed. Straight downhill. You know, gravity's going to take over at some point. You can't run 200, two football fields downhill, straight downhill. It's like Bob Cole in Alaska. <laughs> and it's not smooth. I mean, it's like <laughs> no, the ruts in the rain. It wasn't smooth. Oh, 
cheese is, I know. So, so the lady who won the women's division, 19-year-old Canadian named Delaney Irving, pretty athletic. She ran all, she got all the way to the finish line and then tumbled as she got there. And uh, But she, I remember she, she woke up, she was unconscious. Blood coming out of her nose and ears. And woke up and, and uh, they told her she won. <laughs> she said, I remember running, then bumping my head, then I woke up in the tent. I still don't really believe it, but it feels great. It's an extreme event, so injuries aren't uncommon, but winning while unconscious is unusual. So extreme event is the quote I want to tag, tag on. No. So when we talk about extreme events, Ty, would you consider doing this? If I got some money, yeah. Oh if it's gosh. just for cheese, no. There's no way I would do it. Uh-uh. Uh, running of the Bulls in Pamplona. No. I would probably do that over this. Ooh, you would choose that one. Yeah. I've had some friends that have done that, and they, they said it was really fun. You get wasted while you do it. Well, of course. <laughs> okay. You wouldn't do that sober, would you? <laughs> you would never do that. So you have some friends who tried this. Yeah, the, no, the they running from the Bulls. Yeah. And they did they get gored or they were successful? They, they were they were successful. Yes. For See, folks, my age, I do running of the pigs. I think I could try to handle that. No. No, pigs would trample me too, wouldn't they? We did do that when I was working in Wyoming. We went down to the to the uh, Buffalo County Fair, and the ranch had a team, and we had to learn. We had to wrestle pigs, like you were wearing a t-shirt, and everything was wet, and you had to try were they to greased pick, up. Yeah, you had to try to pick up these pigs and put them in a barrel. It probably wouldn't be allowed to today. No, it's that happens. Ethical. They still do it? Oh, yeah, big time. And it's so hard. Hey, you got to catch it, and then That's, you got to— You usually know, have little kids do that. Yeah, well, we, I was a teenager, but to imagine trying to pick up a 200-pound like bar like of soap. Like a pig pig? Yes. Not like a, a piglet? Bar of soap, and then not you gotta, a piglet? You got to pick it up and put it into a bucket. It's, now, I'm not going to get hurt doing that typically, like the bulls of Pamplona, but, you know, animals I'm sure it's fun. not picking up a little greasy piglet. It's like a real pig no, a real or a pig. little piglet. Real Ugh. pig. Real pig. I mean, it's heavy. Big old pig. Um, pig— I forget. I think it was called pig wrestling, but uh, that's no bueno. No, I would not do the cheese thing. I just, I, you know, I've hurt my ankle so many times. Is that like little sports. people throwing? You can't do that. That's illegal. That's not. That's illegal no. now. No, no. Hey, supposedly that documentary came out last night. I'm, Ooh, what? I texted texted in earlier. What do you mean? Um, the one about the uh, dwarf? Mm-hmm. The tossing of the dwarfs? <laughs> Is she an adult or a kid? <laughs> yes. I don't know how to watch it. I'll I'll get some more information and it's get back to you. Unbelievable. We'll have to get that. That's Natalia, right? Correct. Natalie. No, it's Natalia. Natasha. Nadia. Okay. But so the, I have this, I've hurt my ankle so many times playing sports that I have this fear of twisting my ankle. And when I see oh. like Jason Tatum last night, oh, I, I can't even watch it. It hurts so bad. I might, you get that feeling in your stomach again. I mean, that's what you would do. You'd, you'd, you'd break your foot. I mean, running down that hill and you'd step on a rut or something. There's no way I would do that. I would do the running of the bulls. First, I would do that first. Plus, you try to throw your arms out there and dislocate all your shoulders yes, and when you everything fall on your else. Shoulder, oh, and the lady says, and it's an extreme thing. Well, no, it's stupid. Well, here's the thing with the running of the bulls: if you do it strategically, you don't ha- you don't guarantee you don't have to get hit by the bull. This one, you're you're guaranteed to fall down. Oh yeah, you're not making the two hundred yards. No yes. way, no way, can't happen. Wait, the the. The, the case is over on this Natalia deal, by the way. Oh, hold on, we need breaking news. We got Uh-oh. breaking news. Is that breaking news? So I would, I too, with Ty, would do the extreme bulls running from Pamplona over the the cheese wheel rolling in England. Just let me know that she is a child. They said when she they adopted her in 2012 or 11, uh, she was 22. Ooh, well, whose fault is that? That's their fault. 
Well, no, they, they, the people who oh, the adopted the it paperwork? through, remember, these were, this was a good faith deal. They were trying to expand their family and do good by this young, what they thought was like a seven or eight-year-old. Even when the dad was told to give me some Marlboros and some Tampons when he goes to the store? The judge said, well, you, you stop growing at 18. If she hasn't grown in four years, then she's at least 18 when she entered their lives. I'm going to add four years. Okay, she's, I find you 22. Nice. So oh, this is part two of Natalia is tonight. It's oh. creepy. Is this on Netflix? I have not seen it on Netflix. Huh. This has to be on like cable TV or something. I haven't seen it anywhere. So again, if you're tuning in, want to conclude you in this we conversation. Need to conclude, There's yeah, a we family need to... from like I think Indiana who wanted to adopt a child, and they adopted what they thought was a a, a person experiencing dwarfism, who was from where Ukraine, Ukraine, who was like seven or eight years old, and they were going to raise her as they own. When they right, she came in, they discovered that she was an adult. She passed herself off as a child, and, and she was trying to kill. She them. was trying to kill them. <laughs> Tried to kill their son. So they fled Tried to, to kill the mother. So instead, they fled to Canada. They, That's they right. They couldn't come up with a better option because they couldn't they give left her, her behind. They, they bought her an apartment for six months. And they left couldn't her. give her back. But once they realized she was an adult, they fled to Canada and left her. Left her there uh, with, Neg- the, with Neg- the negligence. With the idea of she's an adult. She's lied to us. She's not a child. She can take care of herself. She's an adult. Fool me once. herself off Mom as a kid. And dad. And so the judge has ruled in their favor, it sounds like. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's not good parents. That's, that's from minimal research online. ID um, Network is the place you'll I, find. Okay, that's, a gr- that's a good one. ID Network is where you're going to find Natalia, where we find these things. I was watching What's NBA wrong with finals. these people? They couldn't tell her she was like 18 and then seven. What's wrong with them? Well, she was disguising herself. Well, they, they did. The doctors did test initially. I think it's just weird. It's just different because of her condition. Well, and she's such a she's tiny, so she was able to pass herself off. But she's an older. Remember, can you pick me up some tampons at the store? <laughs> Thought you some were cigarettes. Eight. Cigarettes. Cigarette. Some smokes pops. Thought you were eight, seven. What are we doing? Come on. Why are you trying to kill us she's and our 22? son? Twenty-two. She tried to kill the son. Oh, tried to stab says, him. You guys to death. have to watch Natalia. There is an Austin ATX connection. Oh, oh no, there's not. It can't be. I finally did watch the movie Air I'm, over the weekend. I'll be so. looking up in my car now. Yeah, yeah, she's posted up around here somewhere, maybe. Wow. I did watch now, now Air. Now, the question, like, does she go to, to jail? For what? What's the, what's the crime? I don't know. Like, false. I, I mean, Posing it's a, as a it's child? A, it's a felony to give false information to the government. Like, put false information. I guess. Yeah, document. I guess there could be charges. Or I don't know what's going to come of it. Or this. maybe trying to kill the, this family. I don't know. It seems like something would come of it. Benjamin Button. No. What a mess. What a mess. All right, so we'll have to do some due diligence on that. Extreme sports that you would or, would or wouldn't do. Like skydiving, right? Everybody, most people would do skydiving at some point. Not everybody, but a lot of people would. Running from the, I mean, the idea of needing a, an adrenaline high by something that could kill you is really weird to me. You know, I mean, that just doesn't, I mean, roller coasters, that's a controlled, pretty controlled environment. That's one thing. But the ones that do these crazy run down a hill, Run from bulls. Yeah. Shot out of the cannon. Shot out of the cannon. You know, high speed going to 400 miles an hour, whatever these folks do. No, thank you. Uh, so I'm out on that. Uh, but yes, I'm that out was, on the one that, was, that they do out in the desert in the salt pits with the, with the speed, land speed records. Oh, land records. speed records? Oh, no. yeah. And they're going like, yeah, speed of sound. No, thank no. you. No, thank you. Okay. So uh says you need to watch the first episode. This movie, the movie Air is trash. Movie Air is trash. I thought the movie Air I liked was it a good. Lot. I, I was, it a lot. I was into it. I was. It's not going to win Best Picture or anything like that. It's not a summer blockbuster. No. 
but it's a good movie. I mean, it's it's I like the story. It's an interesting story, and I thought it was told well. Um, as I said earlier, they couldn't pick a person who looks less like Sonny Vaccaro than Matt Damon, but you know they pulled it off. Uh, chubby Chubby Matt Damon. Uh, it Someone did. says John Wick was great. Of no, course it was. I haven't seen any of the. They're John all Wicks. great. I mean, you told you you I do you not remember really this conversation? No, I do not. You're like it's not as good as the second one. No, like, and it's I'm not, not drinking. You're like, I'm not you're starting like, to drink. You're again, like, don't no. go see it, Ty. It's not worth it. I was like, all right. But by the way, Inves- Investigation Discovery Network ID Network is available on Hulu, and you get a free tri- trial for a week if you sign up. So, would be a good reason to test so it you, out. You have an iPhone, correct? Yes. So you can find that incoming call on your phone from the Buck. Yeah. And show him that he did call no, you. No, he remembers calling me. I don't. I'd, I remember. I remember calling you, but I don't remember saying anything about a movie. I remember, I, I remember you send me your shish kebab. Unless, unless <laughs> you I send me was a picture dreaming. of his kebab. He says, I'm about to get into these kebabs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what he sent me. I'm about to get into these. I'm like, what? He said, I'm about to get into these kebabs right here. And I did. Man. I took them all off the stick. I put them in like a big bowl. and it was That's just a like, good way to do it. Nice work. Oh, oh, good nice stuff. work by you. Oops. Soy sauce my, girl, on top. my girlfriend was not a, as appreciative of the kebabs as I was. Though. Really? I'm going to be the arbiter here because I don't know how this conversation went, but I'm going to assume that Ty didn't make up that you were talking about John Wick. I'm telling you, he, that dude was at <laughs> a wedding this weekend. Did you talk to anybody weekend. else all week no. about John Wick? I'm no. guaranteeing you, you're going to look on that phone and there is not a conversation no, I had about you, a movie. This was on this the weekend. phone. You called me and you started like, Ty, don't go see John yeah. Wick 4. Unless I was completely dreaming this. You were dreaming this, you were like, Ty, you were I like, swear, it, I didn't call you about that. There's something up with you. I mean, there's a lot. Now, you did go to a wedding over the weekend. This yes. was on Friday, though. And I here's feel like you're funny. messing with me. Here's what's I'm funny. Not, is, I'm really not. Here's the real funny part is we tie all this together, and we'll get on to the NBA Finals and some other things coming up. But Ty came in here and said he's really sore. He felt like he got hit by a truck because <laughs> he went to the wedding and danced. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that proves you're how sore active. from the wedding, I've are been, you? <laughs> <laughs> so you went to the wedding, and your dancing moves have you sore today like you got hit by a truck, I, and now I, you're telling me you want to do this run-down-the-hill wheel chase thing. No, I said I, I would not do that unless there was a cash prize. BK's pass. listening. He said, is that Dwarf Single? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> she might be in town. Oh, my God. She might live here? Uh, yeah. He said there was an awesome guest connection. on our show. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this says uh, oh. Rodney Rodriguez texted, the Indianapolis 500 was incredible, racing, breathtaking. Joseph Newgarden from, North, uh, from uh, NC won it. Went into the crowd. I did see. I saw the end of that. I did see it. The crowd was huge. They had a bunch of wrecks and red flags at the end, so it took forever to get to the finish line. But I it saw was, a tire went clean over the yes the um, into the stands, like into the parking lot. It was crazy. Really? Yes. Well, yeah, because they had a bad wreck. Killed and remember, they're going like two hundred and thirty miles an hour, and the wheel came off, and it just kept rolling up over the fence and kind of jumped off one of the other cars. It was crazy, terrifying. I think no one was hurt in that situation, but it was scary as heck. Uh, but that was the racing weekend. Uh, we'll get into the NBA weekend. Jimmy Butler and the Heat pulled it off. You know, the last nine seed, eight, eight seed buck to play in the finals, 1999 Knicks. 99 Knicks did it. But is that the last time they played in the finals? Yes. Yes, it is, yeah. isn't it? Unless there's a Nick eruption no. that I am forgetting. No. Uh, but, yes, that, they were an eight seed that went all the way. The Heat, as an eight seed, knockoff. Not, this is how impressive is this. The knockoff, the one, the two, and the five. So, I mean, obviously, if the, you're the eight, you're going to play the one. But it wasn't like they got lucky and they got to play the seven or the six on the way. They had to beat one and two, uh, which were the top two teams. And Jimmy Butler and the Heat got there. After uh, losing to the Hawks in the play-in tournament, first game. Yeah, and they lost the play-in game. They dropped them to the eight. They would have been the seven seed by record. 
but they lost to you know Trey Young, and it, so they looked like a team that was not. And they had to win another game after that to even get I in. I know. They could have just snobbed it in the playoffs altogether. We'll also get a flex segment before we're out of here and get you on to light the tower coming up after our show. It's a busy Tuesday on B&E. <laughs> it's Bucky and Aaron. Yeah, several people, Spurs fans in particular, pointed out that uh, that 99 Knicks team that made it as an eight seed were the victim of the San Antonio Spurs championship in 1999. And that is true. That was a dominating. Remember, that was the Spurs team, if memory serves, that went 15-2 and two in the playoffs. Like 15-2. and two. Like they lost one game in the first round. That was when they were best of five series. And then they swept and swept and then lost one game to the Knicks. But uh, from the from the first round on, they went 12-1, uh, and one, uh, losing one game in the NBA Finals to the upstart Knicks. That team, obviously, uh, anchored by David Robinson and Tim Duncan and Mario Elliott and Sean Elliott were on that team. Um, um, what's his, what's, what's Avery Johnson at the point? Yeah, they were pretty darn good. So walk down memory lane with the, the, the Miami heat now. And, you know, as we were talked last week before we left for, for the three day break, Ty was predicting that if you feel like the heat can win game six, you might as well go ahead and bet them to win the series. Mm-hmm. Because if they can win game Boston. six in Miami or Boston, yeah, if they can win game seven, six in Miami, then they're going back to Boston where they should have a good opportunity because I think once once they because the, the Heat won three straight, then the Celtics won three straight, including that miracle win with .3 seconds to go when the former Spur, Derek White, was the inbounds passer and then streaked to the cup and tipped back a missed shot as time expired and just beat the the the, the light and the buzzer, and they stole the game. Uh, and dude, that air went out of that balloon as soon as that as soon as Jason Tatum got hurt yesterday. Well, the air went out of the balloon of Miami. They were three seconds away from the finals, and all of a sudden they're losing. It was 120. They were up a point. And they were eight-point underdogs last night. Yeah. And then they went back to Boston, and you're right, the momentum was with Boston. That, oh, my gosh, they're, they have a chance to become the first team to pull this off in the NBA on the sixth ever in American sports. By the way, you're Yankees. Yeah, I know. They're, one of those. Yeah, thank Boston you. Celtics, one of those. Or Boston Red Sox, if you remember. Boston Red Sox. You remember that? I do. Yeah. Big comeback. A couple in the NHL. The NHL has featured the most 3-0 comebacks. NBA has never had one. And we still don't because the Heat last night were the better team. I will say this for Eric Spolstra. You know, that guy, after they lost that gut punch game six at his press conference, said, you know what, we're going to go win. We're going to go win. We're not afraid of the moment. Uh, we'll find a way. You know, we'll, we'll use our resolve, and we're going to go win the game. And... Um, Boy, did they. They showed up and uh, won the game last night. Boston, as you said, the first possession of the game, Jason Tatum rolled his ankle badly, his left ankle, landed on the foot of a defender. Or he tried. He played. And he, he played. He just, there was no way. Yeah, he was not going to be Jason Tatum. And that's, uh-uh. so if you're looking for goats here on a good, bad, and ugly Tuesday, it's Jalen Brown, who, you know, Jason Tatum, his first team All-NBA. Jalen Brown was on the second team. All NBA. Those are the, on that second team. Those are the tag team guys, and that's what made them the favorites in this series. And he had a really bad game at a really bad time. They needed him more than anything ever before, arguably, with Jason Tatum hurt. Remember, it was Jason Tatum with the 51-point Game 7 against Philadelphia to get them here, right? So, okay, Tatum's going to rise up and do this. Well, he turned his ankle on the first possession, and then Jalen Brown just went out and had a really bad game. He shot the ball 8 for 23. He made eight turnovers. Jimmy Butler really owned him on defense, um, you know, poking those balls away and creating fast break opportunities for the Heat. And then it really came down to three-point shooting and the analysis of it because the Heat made their threes and the they went uh, 
What they end up 14 for 28 from three-point land. The Heat, golly, made 50% of their three-pointers. While the uh, Celtics, hey Buck, they took 42 three bombs. Wow, made nine, made nine last night, and it was everybody, including Jalen Brown, who was one for nine. Jason Tatum was one for four. Uh, Derek White was two for nine. I thought Derek White gave them a pretty good spark uh, at one point, especially in the third quarter when they cut the lead down to six or seven. But uh, they stretched it right back out, and the Heat are the champions of the Eastern Conference. Pretty amazing. And, yes, as we said, Buck, that the uh, if you're thinking, you know, um, if you're a Texas Longhorn fan and you're watching this game last night and, and uh, you're thinking, you know, that name sounds familiar. Who is this guy for the Heat? That's uh, going crazy. Caleb Martin. Who is this Caleb Martin guy? Scored 26 points. Ended up breaking a record owned by previously by the former Nick, John Starks, scoring the most points in a conference final series. He had a really nice. An, uh, he had a nice series. Period. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. As an undrafted player, he scored more points in a conference final than any player ever. Now, going past John Starks in this win. But if you're saying, well, who is Caleb Martin? Why do I know his name? Yes, he was on that Nevada Wolfpack team that beat Shaka Smart and the Longhorns in the 2018 March Madness, the first round, coached by Eric Musselman. He and his twin brother were on that team that, that uh, took the Longhorns out in game one, 87-83. And, uh, but remember, he came back for his senior year at Nevada, went undrafted, and when the Charlotte Hornets released him, he didn't have anybody inviting him to come visit except for one scout with the Miami Heat who said, I like this kid. I like this kid, and they brought him in. That was the only team, and it wasn't even the the whole team. It was one scout for the uh, for the Heat who said, "Let's give this kid a chance." And what do you know? Uh, he outplayed Jalen Brown last night, uh, former third pick in the draft and a second team All NBA player, and took him to school. He and Jimmy Butler in that backcourt were incredible last night. He had twenty six. Awesome, cool stories. They're going to need every bit of whatever they have left now to be Denver. Well, yeah, that becomes, you know, the fact that the Boston was able to win three games and get it to a game seven. Now, they have till Thursday. So, I mean, that they, they will no way they'll be as fresh as Denver. No. There's no way. But, um, you know, they're, they're not going to be – you know that franchise and Eric Spolstra and, and Jimmy Butler won't be intimidated. Well, they'll no. have a way, but they'll, they'll certainly not be as fresh as the Nuggets. But does that rest become rust for the Nuggets will become a conversation in the Thursday night's game one in Denver. Denver hasn't lost a home game in these playoffs but again, they no one thought they were going to beat the Bull or beat the Bucks. Very few people thought they were going to beat the Celtics, and here they are playing in the NBA Finals. What's the opening the, the line on the opening game? I don't know. I don't know yet. I haven't seen that. To, that's you your guess. job. If I had to guess, guess, I would say I would guess ten points. Ten points. Yeah. Well, it was nine last night, wasn't it? It was eight last night. Eight. It okay. is eight. Eight and a half. Yeah. Eight okay. again. Yeah. Plus three hundred Miami money line. Well, there you go. Uh, you know, Bam Adebayo. No respect. To, Bam Adebayo is going to have to be play better than he did. Yes. Last night because he's going up against Nikola Jokic. He's a skilled big. Should you know? It, it, he's Nikola Jokic very light. I mean, he does a lot of the things that Jokic does as far as passing the ball, and he can be a facilitator, and he can be a good offensive player. But his defense is better than Jokic. But Jokic is the best player playing right now. And, um, and he can get the corner on Jokic offensively. Well, think about the Jamal Murray-Jimmy yeah. Butler matchup. That's pretty good. Yeah, you're near, Denver plays a completely different game offensively than the Celtics do. Sure. I mean, it's more two-man game, pick-and-roll stuff. And yes. you're playing through your center where the Celtics were never doing that with Al Horford or Robert Williams. So you gotta you got to flip your mindset completely going into the series. And Al Horford was no threat. He he's he's great defensively for being a 36-year-old. Yeah, there is no he, doubt. He really moves pretty good. He can stay in front of, like, 
pretty much anyone out there, which is impressive for you know the the way that he looks. He doesn't look like he can move that way still. So I, I still think he's got a few more years in the league. I do. Maybe, I agree. If you got that, if the Mavericks had Al Horford instead of Dwight Powell out there, I know I'd beat there that to go. death. But that would make a huge difference. Well, that is, uh, it's a compelling series. But again, the Heat will be the underdogs in a big way. Some will predict them getting swept, and uh, can they match up? I like the Jimmy Butler, Jamal, because look, no, Jokic is Jokic. No one runs through their offense through their center. I mean, this is unheard of. Uh, but not only do, do they do that, it makes them unstoppable because he's so skilled uh, and how, how talented he is at seven feet tall. But then you have Jamal Murray. Yeah, which and, Jimmy Butler, he's not covering Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler will eat him alive. He'll well, be that, in foul that, trouble. That matchup will be interesting, and how often do they put Jimmy Butler on Jamal Murray? Because you can't beat the Nuggets if you don't slow down one of them, right? You right. just can't. And, and you you know, this is why Denver's so good is, you know, Aaron Gordon can also beat you. and uh, KCP proven the, yeah, these last two series. Caldwell yes, Pope can beat you. I mean, they got other dudes, but at the same time, when people, and I have, make the, the Shaq-Kobe comparisons with Jokic and Murray – you have the interior guy and the and the perimeter wing. If they're both going to get off, you're not beating them. And this is where the Lakers had a hard time. And I mean, because Murray was so good, uh, and they didn't have anybody to defend him, um, you know, with his shooting ability and just how good he is. Well, Jimmy Butler, and the, and you would think that the Heat will have better defensive bodies to put put on him, including Jimmy Butler, who will take on that challenge. If you can slow him down. Then you have to deal with Jokic. And at yes, because Murray a can't chance. cover Butler. That's too physical for him. And you still got Michael Porter Jr., who can shoot over anybody. I think true. I think he'll have a huge series for Denver. Yeah, well, and, well and, he and well, the, other, the guy who just had the big game for Miami last night, those two, Martin, Martin, yeah. when they get together. Well, and then the question becomes, does Tyler Hero come back for the Heat? Targeting uh, game three return. Potentially, and that would give them another offensive weapon uh, to shoot the basketball. Do you, I mean, do you think throwing him into the rotation again will mess things up? I mean, Duncan Robinson and some of, some of these other guys yeah. who barely played during the regular season have been playing so well. You know, Duncan Robinson carried the Heat in Game Six. Yeah, you're missed gonna, two crucial threes, but still came up huge. You're going to have to uh, all hands on deck, I would think. Well, yeah, Spolstra. Tyler Hero, if he's available, he has to play. I mean, he was your second best player during their yeah. year, your number one scorer. Yeah, and that's where when he got hurt, you thought, well, for sure they're not going to make a run now. I mean, now your second leading scorer is hurt. Uh, what are you going to do? And here they are in the finals. So uh, keep doubting them, and we'll see. Uh, we also know the road to Omaha was revealed yesterday. The uh, Longhorns now are going to Coral Gables. They're going to the Miami Regional. Uh, ACC got four hosts. SEC got eight host schools, eight host schools. That's a record. That's eight of 16. Four of them went to the ACC, so 12 went to those two conferences, including the Miami Hurricanes. And the Longhorns will, be, will play Friday at 1 o'clock against the Ragin' Cajuns. Got to get their offense going. Of Louisiana. Did y'all see Tulane? Who won like fourteen games uh, this year? Nineteen. Is that really? Okay. Yeah, they're fourteen on the regular. Yeah, they season, played their like way in. They won the conference tournament, and uh, yeah, that's incredible, right? They're going and they're playing LSU. Yeah, they're playing LSU, who's one of the top seeds and top teams in baseball. LSU has the best pitcher in baseball, college baseball, and Paul Skeens. They also have maybe the best player in their center fielder, who might be the number one pick in the amateur draft coming up. Uh, so LSU, they get Tulane. Now, there's no way they pitch Paul Skeens against Tulane. They'll, they'll save Paul Skeens for— They're hot. <laughs> Tulane's hot. I know. They're, but, you know, you're going to save your ace and your They horse. lost 40 games this year. Though. I know. That's crazy. Like 19 and 40, and they're in. That's, that's the automatic bid out of the conference tournament, which also stole a bid from a team like Texas State or someone else. Mm. And so, yeah, Tulane. But there's no way they start Skeens in that game. Why would you—you'll you'll save him for—who got the two seed in the Baton Rouge region? Do we know? I can't remember. 
I'll look it up. I had it in front of me, but I just closed it. Maybe Southern Miss. Yeah, you'll you'll save Skeens for game two, I would think, because you got to feel like you have a starter that can can beat a forty loss team um, and and save the horse for the the two seed in game two or two or three seed in game two. So the Longhorns will play Louisiana. The interesting part of Louisiana, as we heard from our friend Ty Harrington this morning, who called the Sun Belt tournament on color analyst color color analysis. He did 14 games over the course of those days, including four or five that included Louisiana. And he said they're a good ball club. They play great defense. They steal a lot of bases. They're very aggressive. But they wouldn't be here if they hadn't beaten Coastal Carolina on back-to-back games twice on Saturday to get to the conference tournament final. And Coastal Carolina is hosting, Buck. They're, uh, they're hosting the, uh, the regional there. So to win both of those games gave Louisiana the RPI numbers to get in, and they'll play Texas. And... Um, you know, they do a lot of things that, that Texas has trouble with or has had trouble with. They, they're very aggressive on the base paths, uh, runners in motion, over 160 steals. And I think the number that Ty said, over 230 attempted steals. So they're, they're very aggressive offensively. But uh, Coach's thoughts was, were that, you know, did they overuse their pitching to win those games? Because they had one guy that, you know, pitched both games of both games against Carolina. Like he pitched five innings in the first game against Coastal, then came back and pitched four more. Didn't give up any runs, but it allowed them to get there. They also used their uh, both of their top starters on two-day rest into that. Does that pay a, you know take a toll on Louisiana next weekend, where the Longhorns and David Pierce have just been sitting and waiting, of course, because of their poor performance at the Big 12 tournament, which TCU won the Big 12 tournament, by the way. They were the best team in uh, Arlington all weekend. So, uh, and TC, did you see where TCU got sent? Fayetteville. Fayetteville, yes. Yeah, well, look, I mean, the Big 12 is down, but you you know, Oklahoma State is the only Big 12 school to host. They'll bring Dallas Baptist, Washington, Oral Roberts. They took that 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 hosting spot that, you know, Texas could have claimed if they had played better in Arlington, won some games, got to the weekend. We know that didn't happen and it went to Oklahoma State. West Virginia got sent to Lexington, Kentucky to play Kentucky. Oklahoma is Charlottesville, Virginia bound. Texas Tech is going to Gainesville to face that that really good Florida Gators team or potentially they're the 3 seed in Gainesville. And TCU is going to Arkansas. So those are your six that are in. Aggies, Aggie fans going to Stanford, Palo Alto. Where did Florida State end up this year as, as team-wise? Were they in the top five in the nation, period? Florida State baseball? Yeah. No. Not Florida State, Florida. Florida, Gators. yeah. Well, they're number the two or three. I mean, okay. Remember, the, AC, the SEC is eight of the 16 right. hosts or SEC teams. It's, they lost to Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament. Okay. Yeah. And that was Vanderbilt, one of my winners of the weekend. Nice. Right then Vanderbilt. Um, beat A&M. And then your the girls start for the SEC tournament. rooting against you. Yeah. Well, how about the clash of styles, clash of contrast? The Aggies going to Palo Alto. Aggies in Cali? Hippieville. Come on, man. Going to have that. a lot of dumb-looking faces out there. <laughs> Eli Manning looks. Oh, and we've also said, not to predict anything, but if the Aggies and Longhorns were somehow to win their four-team regionals, they would meet. The super regional round would be those two. That's the, that's the way the bracket is set up. Uh, Miami... The, the, the Coral Gables bracket lines up with the Palo Alto bracket, so the winner of each one will meet in a super yeah. regional. Horns need to get some runs across the and home Cra- plate. And Craig said the NCAA decides yes. who, where it goes. Yeah, several people asked if the things. Aggies and Longhorns both win. Mm-hmm. They're both two seeds. You know, Several people said, well, it's, it's the Aggies because they're playing the higher-seeded team and they're a higher-ranked team. Well, we have but, the head-to-head. Yeah, but Craig said that there will be a, the NCAA would end up making the decision on that. And we beat them this year, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, they did. That should, that that should decide things. Yeah, probably. But I know Craig said it's a myriad of things. You know, Craig. Craig will explain that, and it'll take a little bit. But that. But let's get there. They got to win. 
you got to win, you know, get get through your your regional, and both are going to be on the road. Both are facing really good teams in Miami and uh, the Stanford Cardinal. We'll come back. We'll set things up and light the, uh, get you the baton ready for light the tower. Also reset some of these top stories and get you on the way. It's being on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Oh, man, how about this little uh, interesting tweet from Bill Barnwell at ESPN. It says, uh, Jason Tatum just finished his age 24 season. Jalen Brown, his age 26 season. Celtics lost game seven of the conference finals by 19 points with a first-year head coach who had been an assistant on the staff before becoming the head coach. 1989-90, Chicago Bulls, Scottie Pippen's age 24 season, Michael Jordan's age 26 season, lost in Game 7 of the Conference Finals by 19 points with a coach who was in his first year mm. who had taken over after having you, been you know, an assistant should, on the staff. I should have mentioned this during Hot or Not, but how about Scottie Pippen pretty much just saying that Michael Jordan sucked without him? Well, he's a bitter, bitter person. Oh, he's my kind God. of bitter, yeah. But so, the, so Barnwell is pointing out, you know, he, I don't know if he's predicting it, but uh, the Celtics still have two of the best young players in the game whose primes of their career are to come. Uh, Pippen and Jordan, of course, went on to win six championships over the next eight years, and Phil Jackson and all the success that came. Um, I think no, it's Boston. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. Well, they are two, one, two of the best young players in the league. Tatum is a star. Um, the, the injury to his ankle last night was, was critical. Oh, did that suck early? Um, became a big factor, and, you know, everybody was – what is he going to do in this Game 7 as he eliminated the Sixers in Game 7 with that huge game? Um, but obviously it didn't happen. So little 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 history from Bill Barnwell. That it, yeah, I remember Phil Jackson had taken over for Doug Collins, and he had been on the staff. And first year they were pretty good and lost in the conference finals, and then they went on a ridiculous run from there uh, with Phil Jackson. And that's Joe Missoula. It's two three-peats, three, three right? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, I mean, one of those guys has to become Michael Jordan. I'm assuming that would be Jason Tatum in the uh, if you're playing the thing out. Uh, Jalen Brown does have some Scotty Pippen yeah, well, to his Jaylen, game. He can't dribble. Yeah, Jalen Brown can't have eight turnovers and he can't dribble the shots. ball. That was not good for like him. Like a last young night. Kawhi. It's almost like he backed down to Jimmy Butler, raised his level, and uh, he did not match it no. for sure. And they needed him badly. Also, on our way out, uh, I know I know that in our Longhorn notebooks coming up with Jeff Howe and Craig in the. Uh, the Light the Tower program. Uh, Jeff will have more on the uh, Steve Sarkeesian's moves of the weekend that, that were reported and I think will be announced this week. Uh, you know, Gary Patterson was a senior analyst and, um, you know, a, you know a, a advisor to the head coach last year. Looks like Sark is going to have three of those play, type people this offseason going into 2023, including Paul Christ, the former Wisconsin head coach who led the Badgers to a Rose Bowl, uh, expert in power running game. Play action off a of power running game, developing running backs and offensive linemen. Uh, that seems like a good get. Also, Joe D. Camillus, who's been a special teams coach in the NFL for the past 30 years, most recently winning a Super Bowl with the L.A. Rams just two years ago. Uh, he is joining as an, an advisor to Jeff Banks on the special team side. And um, also, as we said, the the most unknown of the, the three hires or three you know, new, new coaches coming in. Uh, will be Payam Sadat, uh, P-A-Y-A-M Sadat, uh, linebacker at Washington State back in the day and has been mostly a defensive and linebackers coach in his 30 years of college coaching at, uh, at all levels of college football. Wow. He also will be joining uh, to help out on the defensive side. So 
interesting. Can't wait to hear Jeff's thoughts on that. Also can't wait to hear from David Pierce. David Pierce uh, will have some thoughts with Craig coming up uh, after the Longhorns have been seeded as the number two seed in the Coral Gables region, headed to Miami, essentially. And what Longhorn team will show up? The team that, you know, walloped West Virginia for three games here at home or didn't play very well at all up in Arlington for two games last week and went two and out. David Pierce will Bring him across the plate. Well, they, they've got to do everything better than they did in Arlington, that's for sure. But they did everything great in the wins over West Virginia. They didn't have a you – know, they all finally came together, and then they couldn't keep that, that uh, bar at that level for the three games in Arlington. But, uh, you know, they'll have to see if they can get it back headed to Coral mm. Gables. Hey, everybody have a great Tuesday. It's great to be back. Buck, only a four-day week now. We're going oh, to Wednesday man. tomorrow. It will be Wednesday. It will be Wednesday tomorrow. That will be a day closer to the start of the NBA Finals, the Stanley Cup Finals. The Longhorns and all of college baseball firing up the tournament this weekend. It's going to be a good week. Plus, the Longhorns football team and players are back. They'll begin their summer workouts, and we will certainly have you locked and loaded on that as well. I'm also need to get to the bottom of what did, did Bucky call Ty and talk about John Wick. Just a dream. It was just it was all a, a dream. dream. It was all just a dream. dream. Yes. So that's not me. That's Ty. Ty's just dreaming. I call him up at the wrong time. He takes a little nap. So oh. you be careful I still think that. that conversation happened. <laughs> I still think it happened. By the way, if you're watching the movie Air with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, there is a George Raveling moment in there. George Raveling. And there's an I Have a Dream moment. Oh, nice. That's a key part of that movie. Yeah, yeah. How Michael Jordan and Nike became Michael Jordan and Nike. Pretty good. Pretty good flick. Hey, have a wonderful Tuesday, everybody. If you missed any part of our show today, including Ty Harrington breaking it down uh, expertly, that's all podcast at hornfm.com. We'll talk to you at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Coke Fest, August 4th and 5th in Hutto. Who are you guys? John Party, Whiskey Myers, Riley Green, Sammy Kershaw, Colby Cooper, William Clark Green, Kevin Fowler, Caitlin Butts, Treaty Oak Revival, Jacob Stelly, The Weathered Souls, and Juliana Rankin with special guests DJ Duke. Coke Fest 2023, Friday, August 4th and Saturday, August 5th, Hutto. Get your tickets now. CokeFest.com. Well, we're looking for those delays along I-35 near Highway 79 had uh, reports of construction for the midday hours beginning about now till about 2, 3 o'clock this afternoon. So far, not too many delays there, but expect those as time goes on. Southbound coming out of Georgetown, Highway 29 to 1431. That's a little slow. I'm not sure if that's a crash or just a little volume for another reason. Now, research frontage headed toward Great Hills Trail. Again, that crash uh, before that light's going to be backing things up. Main lanes making your run to Mopac slow in that area. And north of there, McNeil uh, to Breaker also a little heavy. And we have hot spots uh, for the most part around town on some of the freeways. Uh, But again, nothing too major right now. We're looking pretty good. I'm Don Miller, and that's traffic.